Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayode. Let me talk. No, I will let you talk. Kayode. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Had fact of the day 17 confirmed COVID cases yesterday. It's a big drop from Monday. By the way, we're still trying to get an explanation from the NCDC about why the Benue numbers for Monday were so high. We had five states on the list Lagos at the top for um, yesterday's numbers, Lagos followed by Rivers, Kaduna, Kano, and Plateau. 17 confirmed cases. So, people, let's keep taking our precautions. Huh? Don't go out unless you cannot avoid going out. And when you do, go out, wear your mask, maintain your distance from people, wash your hands and sanitize your hands as frequently as you can. Let's keep each other safe. Let's keep ourselves safe. And let's join the one million Lagosians who listen to hard facts because they cannot be wrong. They know where to come. Starting with the big three. We'll talk about Twitter deleting President Buhari's tweet about the civil war. And then we'll talk about Rotimi Akiridolu's call to scrap the Senate. And let's talk about Nigeria saying that richer countries should dash us vaccines soon. On today's glass ceiling, we'll come to the end of the conversation we've been having about parenting and the role it has on gender equality. We started this conversation two, three weeks ago, and it's been fantastic. And today we're going to uh, uh, take a final look at how we can parent better if we want a society where boys and girls can be treated equally, which will translate to men and women being treated equally. On Balogo and Broad, I want to talk about the problems that ride-hailing drivers face from passengers. We often hear complaints from passengers, right? But drivers also have things that they have to deal with. I'm going to have this conversation because I saw a, a tweet from a driver who was talking about this young woman who he went to drop somewhere in Lagos. And when they got there, instead of the young woman to transfer his fare like she was supposed to, the young woman offered uh, to have sex with him and as payment for the ride. How often does this form of sexual harassment occur? Because that's what that is. It, it is sexual harassment, right? Because you are on your job and you have, you know, these women offering you their bodies in exchange for payment for a service uh, 
uh, that you've rendered. So that's just one of the complaints we've heard. We've also heard of people who uh, will claim that they've made the transfers, but the transfers don't get through. So let's have that conversation at five o'clock. What are some of these issues uh, that uh, drivers have with passengers? 5 p.m. We'll have that conversation on Balogu and Broad. News updates will come your way at the top of every hour. If you want to win on just a minute on this particular show, you need to listen to every single thing I say. That's how you win. If you listen to me from the time that I said my name on this show or from the time that I said first hat fact of the day on this show, you will definitely be able to answer every single question I ask on just a minute. That's how you win. Now, we'll bring you news at 6 p.m. And after the news, we will bring you uh, Let's Talk with Voice of America and with a little something something in between the news and Let's Talk from Voice of America. But Lagos, let's get started with the big three. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. The big three. The big three. On hard facts. Three. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. Was Twitter right to delete President Buhari's tweet? Is a unicameral national legislature workable? And does Nigeria have a moral right to shame richer countries for not sharing vaccines? Those are your big three, Lagos. Let's talk. Twitter deleted one of President Buhari's tweets yesterday for policy violation. And that's our first story. So yesterday, President Buhari talked about... um, Recent attacks on different INEC offices, mostly in the southeast. He vowed that the government will crack down heavily on the criminals behind those senseless attacks. Uh, we have footage of him uh, talking about these things, and we will play it for you if you are uh, currently watching us online. But if you cannot watch online, uh, we have we also have the audio of the president uh, making this statement. But anyways, yeah. Um, You know, he says that uh, the government will crack down heavily on the criminals behind those attacks. Now, Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3, Nigeria Info 99.3. YouTube is Nigeria Info FM. That's also where um, you can listen. And of course, we've got here where you can listen live if you are not able uh, to watch live. It's very clear that... um they intend to make sure that this administration fails. Um, I'm getting good intelligence report on daily basis. The question of insecurity in the country is being mentioned all over the world, not only here in Nigeria. Um, but I believe there are Nigerians that will attempt at least to be fair by what I believed, that I will run the country according to the Constitution. Now, with all these people who want power, whether whoever they are, have they proved that I was not following the Constitution? Well, I, am I not leading the country according to the Constitution? What do they want? So whoever wanted diversion or destruction, of the system at this point, I think we'll soon have their shock of their lives. I think we have given them enough latitude. They have made their case. They just wanted to destroy the country. Simple. Because what do they want? 
and we are concentrating on infrastructure because no country or institution can be developed without infrastructure. Now, for those of us who are unfortunate to be in the field for the 30 months of the civil war, to see the carnage of how we kill ourselves, at least a million people. I think those that are misbehaving, they are either too young, they don't know what happened. But for those of us who went through all these things, uh, we, we can't understand. So we will treat them in the language they understand. So I... I feel for your understanding and so on. We are going to be very hard sooner than later. Um, we have done our best, changed the service chiefs and the IG. We allow them time to go around uh, to make necessary changes for them to be firmly in charge. We'll try and give them the resources they require and we will demand security sooner than later. I thank you very much for your presentation. I assure you that this administration will do whatever we can do for you so that we don't give anybody excuse to blame us that we don't want to go or want to have a third term. Now, last night, the president's official Twitter handle paraphrased uh, those comments, the comments that you've just heard, right, in a series of tweets. And when they got to the part about the civil war, here's how they phrased it. Quote, many of those misbehaving today are too young to be aware of the destruction and loss of lives that occurred during the Nigerian civil war. Those of us in the fields for 30 months who went through the war will treat them in the language they understand. Now, many Nigerians took exception to that tweet and they actually started reporting it to Twitter as a threat. And today, Twitter has deleted that tweet. If you try to click on a link to the tweet, you get a message from Twitter saying, quote, this tweet violated Twitter rules. Now, I want to know what you think about the president's comments, um, the way his official Twitter handle paraphrased those comments, and Twitter's decision to delete the tweet. Kingsley Mohalu has commented about the original statement from the president. He is um, a former presidential candidate, a former deputy governor of the central bank, and he said that while he agreed with the president on cracking down on those behind these attacks the president's choice of language was wrong we're going to play the video for you uh if you can't watch the video on nigeria info 99.3 or nigeria info fm on youtube listen to your radio for the audio well, i mean i heard uh the bit on um um the attacks on INEC uh, offices and infrastructure and i think i can understand uh, the frustrations all over the country with these attacks on, on government installations. Uh, but, you know, and when he was speaking specifically about the civil war, uh, first of all, I mean, I think we need to know 
who exactly is behind these attacks. But to the extent he started speaking about the civil war, he was right up to the point where he was saying that some of the separatists, people who were demanding secession and so on, and maybe being a bit aggressive about it, were people who had not seen the war. Um, I saw the war. I was a young child. And war is terrible. I want to tell you, war is terrible. It may sound romantic, but it is not in reality. And therefore, we must avoid uh, conflict, armed conflict and civil war in this country and destruction. But the, to the point he then said, we will treat them in the language they understand. I did not think that that was the kind of statement he should have made as the president of the country. Um, I think language matters when you are a leader and when you're facing a crisis uh, because that language can be interpreted in so many ways. A lot of horrible things happened during the Civil War. Um, you know, many, it involved several violations of international humanitarian law. A lot of war crimes were committed in that Civil War, mainly against citizens of one particular side in the war. So when you're saying that we will treat them in the language they understand, you see, you're, you're bringing up evocations that are very unpleasant. You can say that the government will take appropriate measures to protect the security and the physical safety of government institutions. That's what the government is supposed to do. So that's, if I were president, that's what I would have said. Uh, I would not say we would treat any citizens of Nigeria or any people from any part of Nigeria in the, quote-unquote, in the language they understand when that statement is made in the context of something terrible that happened over 50 years ago. That's my comment. Lagos, let's talk. 01465-7190. That's the number for our female callers. For our male callers, 0700-993-993-993. What do you think about Mogalu's response? How much do you think words matter? And do you think the president should have chosen his words better? Uh, uh, do you think, uh, you know, um, that uh, Twitter made the right call here, deleting uh, the president's tweets? What do you think about his comments? What do you think about the way his official Twitter handle paraphrased the comments? Give us a call on 0700-993-993-993. A lot of people are trying to call in, so I'm going to limit your phone calls to 1 minute 30 seconds. That's all you get. 1 minute 30 seconds. Let's keep things civil, please. Thank you very much. Tega in Aja, welcome. Good afternoon. Where? You see a finalist. Turn your radio off. My radio is off. This is what most of us have been waiting for. And now, depending on I mean, simply display it. It is very, very clear and clear and obvious to the whole world now that uh, this country are not, we are not one. We are not one. It's very clear and clear now. Fine, most of us, we are not, we are not, we are not born then during the Civil War. But now, they've taken us back to the, to the reality, I mean, to, 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 to back, back then. So now, it's very clear that this country is, is not, we are not united in any way. Now, the better that started the drum, the drumming of, of the war himself. Because, it, yes, it's, 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 it, just, it, it just started the drum of the war now. Yes, and now, I'm not sure this country will survive another civil war. I'm not sure. I, and it, it, it should surely come to pass. Without civil, without civil war, this country 
Hello, All right, no, let's not say that. I don't. I disagree that the president was beating the drums of war. Number one, number two, the president wasn't asking anybody to go to war. Uh, number three, the president was simply reacting to the destruction and um, burning of government property in the southeast. Right now, his language was um, is what a lot of people are calling problematic. But you cannot begin to say that the language of the president was a call to war. Come on, man. We've got Rosaline in Egypt. Rosaline, welcome to the show. Hello, Hello Rosaline. Thank you for calling. Yeah. This is Rosaline. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Go ahead. Thank you. You see, um, I'm sorry to call your attention back to the morning um, crossfire. Okay. During the time of your colleague. Uh, 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 I, uh, the response of too many people hmm. that never revealed to this level where this man just spoke my mind. Okay. I mean, the 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 the, the person you played his voice over. Okay. I mean, the 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 man that said something about what the president has already uh, uh, spoken about. Kingsley Mugabe for Twitter. Hmm. Yes, hmm. that is just the point where I find pains in my heart. I was crying in the morning, just like the woman that called. I, I, I forgotten her name. She said, what has this particular part of Nigeria done to you? These same institutions that have been, you know, destroyed in too many places down the east. Mm. Is, it, uh, did it start from there? Did it start from there? Look at Niger State. I think it's about four days ago right. that we had the news, or three days ago, if I'm not mistaken, right. that such thing happened in the same place. There was no statement from this same president. Even, even the INEC office, the police state, even in this Lagos state, police stations were burnt down during NSAT. What was the president's reaction? Thank you very much for calling. Remember, everybody gets one minute, 30 seconds, because so many people are trying to call into the show. Hello, thank you for calling us. Sorry about that callback, if you can. We've got a tweet from Elijah Olubiyi on Twitter who says, Twitter is right for deleting his tweet. The content of that tweet is enough to show that uh, things are not right. You don't threaten your people with the past by reminding them of a dreadful civil war and expect that there will be peace. Thank you very much, Elijah Olubiyi, for your message. Calvin in Surulere is on the line. Kevin, hello. Sandra, how are you doing? I'm very well. Welcome. Yes. Um, there is absolutely nothing wrong with what the president has said. Hmm. I'm even disappointed that the president, it took the president so long to make this statement. Hmm. We cannot sit down and follow our hearts because some people are agitating. Our national institutions will raise down. Hmm. People will be killed. We can't take that. This is the enough of this. If you are agitating, you have some interest in some things, there's a proper way to do, go about it. Hmm. And I've told them, my brothers from the South East, mm-hmm. those that are reasonable, that are listening to us, that were reasoning together, this is not even the way to go about it. Who told them that those are even want to break up and go on their own way? Who told them that it's going to be El Garado? Today, as we speak, South Sudan, since for something million people are facing hunger and starvation, it is the United Nations trying to raise money for them for, to feed them. There's hunger there. Did it separate them? Did it make them become better? You are going about raising stations, closing the institutions. The only way to act, uh, to And if you cannot vote and, and go through the vote, that's no other way to do it. If you want to go for the referendum, go and meet your lawmakers at the National Assembly to impact it in the law so that we have it in our law. But this one will not do that. You are going about raising everywhere. The president has spoken well. This is what I wanted him to do long ago. And I'm going disappointed he took him this way. I don't know what Christian Mogala is talking about. Those that face the civil war, they know better. I did not face the civil war, but I read books. 
and I know what we went through. Thank you, Kevin, for calling. 99.3. Hello, Sandra. Good evening. Thank you for calling us. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Zendozo. Welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, for me, Sandra, yesterday night when I saw that tweet, I saw the reaction to um, the Twitter, how people reacted about mm-hmm. it. I felt so bad, Sandra. The reason is, it's only somebody that does not understand English language that would say that that tweet or that that message sent by President Mohamed Buhari that there is nothing wrong with it, Sandra. Okay. It belittles the people he was referring to. It's a way of telling you you are a coward, you cannot do anything. I'm just telling you the honest truth. There are better ways. We all know that Buhari did not put down those words. But when you are at the helm of affairs and you hire people that does not think, that does not have diplomacy to rise at this critical period, then you take the blame. As far as I'm concerned, that tweet personally was directed to particular people. And it is very, very inciting, Sandra. It is. We are here uh, last month when the kidnapping that would have took place in Kaduna what did the president do? They sent a tweet begging criminals, begging criminals that they should have taken care of long ago to desist from kidnapping, to desist from killing innocent Nigerians. But when people said enough of this marginalization, enough of all the pain the Nigerian government has cost us, then we became the bad one. Thank you very much for calling. We've got more tweets at Nigeria Info says, How I wish Buhari addresses the matter of kidnapping banditry and Boko Haram that has bedeviled the nation, the way he's blowing hot and spitting fire on those seen or believed to be behind the crisis going on in the southeast. That would have been better. Adeboyega, thank you very much for your message. Sunday, Fanyi Chuku Owakwe um says, Twitter has indicated their terms and conditions and without reading and agreeing to it, no one can sign up. A rule is a rule. Whoever breaks it faces the panel. Uh, Twitter, if my pe- if my post is wrong, kindly delete and also give me kudos. We've got Salam, Salami Babatunde who says, quite painful for an elderly person. I'm not sure what you're talking about. We've got Green Pasture Bale who says, that guy, Kevin... Okay, I'm not going to take that comment. Let's please try and desist from insulting um, listeners who contribute to the show. Let me come to WhatsApp very quickly. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Sandra, someone needs to ask the president what la- what the language they understand is so that those that did not see the war will understand. We've got uh, Amechi Anadwaka who says, uh, PMB sounds insensitive by using the Nigerian civil war as a point of reference. It's like scratching a healing wound. It shows high level of um, insensitivity. Why should Igbo people uh, agitate if the president deliberately ignored Igbo's in his strategic appointments if we're really practicing one Nigeria? All right. Thank you very much for your message. Sandra, um, PMB keeps dividing the country more and more with words and actions. I'm 47 years old. I've taken time to study the history of the war. The war was totally needless. The president was sectional in his speech. Destruction of lives and property in other parts of the country. Everyone should have been warned. Annie in order. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, Lagos. Don't go away. You are listening.
listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. Lagos, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. Every day we start the show by bringing you three of the biggest stories of the day. And our first big story was Twitter deleting President Buhari's tweet about the civil war. Our second big story is Rotimiya Keredolu saying that the National Assembly needs only one chamber and that it should be part-time. It's 29 minutes past three. Now, you know he's the Ondo state governor, and he's talking about this because restructuring is on everybody's mind right now. And he says one of the areas where governance can be streamlined is by reducing the size of the National Assembly and the amount of time that the National Assembly sits. So he wants the Senate gone. He wants all 109 seats gone. But he also said that if the Senate goes, the House of Reps needs to change. Now, let me explain why. In the Senate, all seats have equal representation. Three senators each. But in the House of Reps, every state has a different size of contingent based on the number of local governments and its population size. So that's why Kano has more seats than, say, Bayelsa, for instance. Kano has 24 seats in the House of Reps. Bayelsa has five. So that's why the Senate exists, so that states with larger populations don't dominate the agenda. For a bill to become a law, it also has to pass through a chamber where every state has an equal voice. So if you scrap the Senate, suddenly the balance no longer exists, right? And according to Akere Dulu, what should happen is a hard limit on state con- contingents to the House of Reps. He's suggesting that. He's saying that no senatorial district should have more than four reps. That means no state can have more than 12 reps from its three districts. Right now, for example, Lagos and Kano both have 24 reps. So now they would lose half their numbers if this is adopted. And I wonder if you think this is something that should be done. What do you think about Governor Kiridolu's recommendation? Do you think that it would solve the problem of bloated um, governance while uh, uh, also preserve, preserving fair representation? Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. Women, call me on 01465-7190. We've got WhatsApp, 080-959-75805. Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. Facebook, where we're streaming live, Nigeria Info 99.3. Yes, you can still talk about the first story, and everybody still gets one minute, 30 seconds. Israel is in Yaba. Hello, Israel. Welcome. Yeah, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I'm very, very happy to reach you today. Happy to have you here as well. Uh-huh. I'm reacting to the first uh, story, story you talked about. Okay. I want you to pass this message. The Igbos, we are never a coward. Even during the war, Gowan said that in three days, he would destroy the Afra. But it took him three years before he could do that. Pass this message to Buhari. 
that Igbos, we are not cowards and we will never be cowards. Even if there's another war, we will still overtake them. There will not be another war, Israel, but thank you very much for calling. We appreciate it. 99.2, hello. hello. How are you? Uh, Comrade D.K. Chuku from Atafam. Welcome. 1985 July, I saw Buhari in Nigeria Airways. And I don't think that Buhari wrote this thing. Somebody wrote this thing for Buhari. But I want to tell you something. Well, we watched him say it on video and he said it off the top of his head. What I want to tell you is that, number one, let me congratulate, let me congratulate Twitter, Twitter by removing that thing he posted. Eh? Okay. I know support what is happening and the bonus. But something prompted, prompted out this bonus now. Eh? A woman cannot be walking in the street. Police will abduct, and will abduct. They will carry them go to uh, prison. They will not carry them go to court. And uh, last time we are hearing about 70, 77,000 abonna exported to China. He's not asking of that one. Are you hearing me? Mm-hmm. And now he's putting a threat, uh, remembering the civil war. And uh, please, oh, don't be annoyed with what I want to talk to me. I don't carry Odeshi. I'm Odeshi. I'm even trying to go to East and prepare. Let him stop threatening us and ask evil people what do they want. All this thing started after Olu's invasion. You cannot be killing women that are selling tabashi and they are going fish. Killing children, killing people uh, in Denna that are drinking power. So you are looking for young boys. ESN security. Bringing to Kano, to Kanoing the people. Thinking that the, the, the young boys will not become unknown men and uh, all the rest. Okay, Chiku, thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello? Hello? Okay. I don't know what's going on, but call back if you can. Hello? Hello. Good, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Abiola. Welcome. Welcome. So, uh, just quickly, for the first story, hmm. I agree with Kinti Morgan because the president did not blow this up. When it was Boko Haram, 200 students were kidnapped in Niger. There's no comment on that. So, uh, if we're going to blow us, can I go blow us on all the security issues? Okay. Secondly, I also agree with Dr. Our this is bloated. Our governance is bloated. Um, the cost, senators keep earning salaries, federal government cannot pay minimum wage. Mm. It's a problem. And if they are not willing to cut their salaries or do part time, like they have suggested, they can adopt take take their, take themselves off that position. Okay. So that's my take. Thank you very much for sharing it in 50 seconds. I knew we could do it. My prince on Twitter, I don't, I can't believe my prince changed his name so that I can call him my prince. But my prince on Twitter says, Kingsley Mogalo has just said it the right way. However, I urge all to please be coming down. War is not the right way to go. People think that war is just, you know, you'll be watching it on film. If there's a war, you can't be calling Nigeria Info to talk about it. Oh. There won't be internet. There won't be food. There won't be fuel for your gen. Nobody wants a war. War is a terrible, terrible thing. We need to look at these things as realistically as possible. It is sweet to talk when adrenaline they pump for your body. But in reality, it's a terrible thing. Nobody wants to be in that situation. Seriously, if you if you still have grandparents around, sit them down. Ask them questions about what they saw. And you'll see that you don't want that. Like you'll be striving for peace as much as possible. Mrs. Buchiz in Ikorodu, how are you? Good afternoon, Sandra. Thank you for calling. I want to talk about the first story. Okay, go ahead. Hello. If you look what is going on in the East, if federal government and APC that, that caused the trouble in East, because they, they, they force 
If you ordain man for people of East, people of uh, Imo State, head, that is why they now use use uh, use ordain man to cause problem in in East now. Because if you look East before, East is a very peaceful place to live to go. But now federal government and APC now use use ordain man to cause problem. They are, they are killing innocent people. And the people, the so wanted people called one of the president. Start of the issue threat to Ibo land. I tell him it should continue. That all I know that whatever a man so he will read. Whether he's dead, whether he's alive, he cannot do evil people anything. Let him go ahead and be threatening threat, releasing threat to evil people. One day you will pay for this issue that is doing, whether he's dead, whether he's alive. I have to say Mrs. Bucci, thank you very much for calling to share it. We've got uh, Sherry for Girima on Twitter who says, that recommendation by Akira Dolu is quite good, but I don't think it will happen very soon. Dr. Calbert closing says, uh, very right to delete that tweet. Uh, Asemata Matthew says, Sandra, for a president to speak in such an ill manner, it's totally condemnable. When insurgency has been ravaging the North for over a decade, we've not heard such fierce words. This is hate speech and Twitter is not Twitter is wrong okay mind you Nigerians are not gullible alright thank you very much for your message actually the president has spoken fiercely in the past about bandits about um, uh, what's the word now he's spoken fiercely in the past about bandits he's spoken fiercely in the past about Boko Haram you know he, he issues a lot of warnings about um, um, all of these um, state actors non-state actors who act violently he actually has a lot of strong words um, all the time and yes there are a few appeals here and there but um, it's not entirely accurate to say that he didn't speak up or he didn't have threats for them we've got jerry uh, on Twitter who says, when President Trump tweeted some words some time ago that caused uproar in the United States of America, his tweets were not only deleted, he was banned. So if Twitter discovers your tweet is capable of creating violence or promoting violence, they have a right to delete it. All right, let me go very quickly to... WhatsApp. Sandra, please, if I may ask. Okay. My brother Kevin has not felt the pain of the Southeast. I don't blame him at all. I pray he doesn't. Uh, more people sending us messages. Uh, Kevin needs a job. Okay, can we not be attacking Kevin? Everybody has a, a right to their opinion. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. Let's not drag people for the opinions they share. Robert says Akere Dolu is right. The cost of governance in Nigeria is too much, especially from our senators. We have greedy senators whose job is uh, those who say I should say I and the eyes have it. <laughs> okay. We've got uh, Prince from Ajahu says mm, with the level of insurgency in the north years back until date one would expect the president to react the way he's reacting in the south now but the reverse was the case Akira Dolu has spoken well majority of them sleep through the session all they do is I support instead of raising motions alright more messages here Peter Yorinde says Madam Sandra either way you put it our president has spoken out of the heart the mouth speak it pre-covid you could count over 40 checkpoints to 
arrive at the East. The optics of the language and reality of military movement into the East have made tension and discomfort to the people. The president doesn't speak to the public because he speaks to the frown of many. Remember the code of conduct chairman outburst to the security man? He used ethnic abuse at him. The mentality of many people in government uh, uh, to some national sections is not unifying. Peter Yorinde, thank you very much for your message. We've got a message from Dan who says, has this president ever minded the language he uses? That informs the reasons he doesn't talk all the time. He always, he only expresses um, uh, certain sentiments that are unwieldy. The civil war, hmm, Oh, wow. All right, I'm going to step away from that comment. On Facebook, loyal Isaiah says, my idea about the National Assembly is that the Senate should be scrapped and each state should have four reps, North, South, East and West con- constituency, respectively. The six geopolitical zones should have equal number of state and um, uh, equal... E- Equal number of state and each should create the number of local governments they can fund. The six zones should also be geo-economic, whereby each of them industrialize based on the natural resources that they have. All zones should have equal number of workers in the federal institutions. All right. Thank you very much, loyal Isaiah, for your message. Rui Igi says if there's to be peace, the police must operate within the confines of the law. If they don't, they will breed more people than they are after. All right, let me come back to the phone lines. Women, call us on 01465-7190. We've told you so far that Twitter deleted uh, President Buhari's tweet yesterday for policy violation. He talked. To, the president talked about the recent attacks on different INEC offices, mostly in the southeast, and vowed that the government will crack down heavily on the criminals behind those senseless attacks. And uh, he tweeted last night, many of those beha- misbehaving today are too young to be aware of the destruction and loss of lives that occurred during the Nigerian civil war. Those of us in the fields for 30 months who went through the war will treat them in the language they understand. And lots of Nigerians have taken exception to that tweet and they reported it to Twitter and Twitter deleted that tweet today. Then our second story is Rotimia Kiridulu saying that the National Assembly needs only one chamber and that that chamber should be part-time. He wants the Senate gone. He's says that um, uh, we should have only a House of Reps and that there has to be hard limits on state contingents to the House of Reps. He says that no senatorial district should have more than four reps, which means that no state can have more than 12 reps from its um, three districts. And I gave you the reasons why uh, we have the Senate as is at the moment. We'll, I also explained to you how the House of Reps works as far as representation is concerned. We still have one more story to talk about, but I'll take two calls, one minute, 30 seconds each, and then move to our final story on the big three. Hello, thank you very much for calling. Hello, Sandra. What's your name? My name is Ngozi. I'm reacting on the Achilles' uh, uh, proposal. Story. All right, go ahead. I, I actually support that uh, motion. Okay. Being it that the Nigerian Senate, we are talking about uh, cutting down on uh, uh, um, governance. I think that will be a good start. Secondly, the way the, uh, the Senate is structured makes it very difficult sometimes for certain zones to get through some deals, especially when it is not palatable with the North. So I think equal representation will do us Thank you. Thank you very much for making her point in less than a minute. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thank you very much for calling. What's your name? Uh, James. Welcome, James. You've got one minute, 30 seconds. 
Thank you very much. You see, I'm, I'm reacting to the first story. Okay. You see, Buhari regards Igbos as irritants. Irritants in the sense that, that whenever he sees the people, he, he gets annoyed. That, that's what, why the comment was made. Because whenever he sees them, he remembers the table work. I don't know whether he lost people there. That is exactly what I'm saying. Whatever that Igbos have done, you know, really, for granted that those people different this and they are not getting it right. But to remind us the civil war, really I was a child, you know, I witnessed it when my people died. I could remember, although I don't want to go into details to tell you exactly what happened. But I'm, you see, today I have to the children in university, some, that in the Eastern land. Each day I call them, any problem, any problem. And these people are just very civil. Children, well, I mean, my children are there without any problem. If the Anna are being caught and killed, how would you feel I would feel? When you not do anything. That is exactly where I'm saying that this man, I don't want to talk more. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for calling. Now let's bring you our final story and then we'll take calls where we take your reactions to all the stories. Give us your surplus COVID vaccines now, nah. Don't be stingy, nah. <laughs> That's what the federal government is telling rich countries. And that's our third story. Uh, the message is coming from the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency, NPHCDA. They are in charge of COVID vaccine distribution and administration. And they're saying that it's unfair that some countries have surplus vaccines that they cannot use, while countries like Nigeria don't have enough to go around. Now, some countries have promised to share their surplus jabs with the rest of the world down the line. But the federal government is saying that we need these vaccines now, not later. Now, opinions are split on this. They're split about this. Some people are saying, hey, the federal government is right to call out these other countries because this is a global issue with life or death consequences. Literally, life or death consequences. I mean, the UN has also said the same thing. WHO has also said the same thing. But other people have said, uh-uh, that this smacks of entitlement to other people's property. They believe that since these other countries made the investments into research and manufacturing, nobody should, should dictate to them when and how they share their vaccines. Now, as a side note, I want to point out that most countries manufacturing vaccines say that they want to make sure everybody is vaccinated. They agree with the WHO, that the only way to stop the virus is to vaccinate almost everybody because if you have big populations unvaccinated, the virus will keep mutating as it spreads through the population. And eventually, you will get a new variant that can that uh, can withstand the vaccine and then everybody's vulnerable again. So it makes sense for everybody to be vaccinated, period. So there's no argument about whether the rich countries will share the vaccines. The question is, should those governments waiting to receive the vaccines be dictating the terms? And do they have a moral right to criticize the, the, the other uh, nations? By the way, um, NPHCDA also reported back on vaccine side effects. Out of the 1.9 million Nigerians that got the first dose of the vaccine, only 10,000 reported mild side effects. Mild. That's slightly more than half of 1%. Only 86 people reported moderate to severe side effects. 86 out of 1.9 million. So that's 0.004%. So when anybody tells you that the vaccines are dangerous, these are numbers that you should point, uh, point them to. 
point them to those numbers, those hard facts. But anyway, back to the vaccine donation. Do you think the federal government is right to call the global vaccine imbalance unfair? Or do you think the federal government blaming other countries for our own failure to produce our own vaccines is uncalled for? Women call me on 01465-7190. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. You can also share your thoughts with us uh, via WhatsApp 080-959-75805. Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. Facebook Nigeria Info 99.3. YouTube Nigeria Info 99.3. Yes, you can still talk about story one and story two. But remember, you have one minute, 30 seconds. Michael and Idrishaga, welcome. Uh, Good afternoon. Good afternoon. That's that all I have for, for the day. Thank you very much for calling to share your thoughts with me, Michael. 99.3. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello. This is Nome calling from Mowe area. Welcome, Nome. Welcome, Nome. Can you hear me? Yes, but uh, if you can speak louder, that would be nice. Okay, I said this is Nome calling from Mowe area. <laughs> Welcome, Nome. Thank you for calling us. What I actually want to ask, all this talk, 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 are they, are the government, are they hearing? Are they hearing? Okay. Hello? Is that a question you want me to answer? Yes. Yes. yes are they, they hearing? Yes, they're hearing. The, they are hearing? Yes. Okay. In the morning, our sheriff will come up and we talk, everybody calling, calling. I, I was just wondering, all this talking, are they actually hearing? If they are hearing, that's fine. They're hearing. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nome, for calling. Let me go to WhatsApp very quickly. Um, Dan says, has this president ever minded the language he uses? That, that informs the reason he doesn't talk always. He only expressed the continued... Oh, no, I think I've taken that message or avoided taking it. We've got uh, Archbishop Olusegun Roberts from Ikurudu who says, Sandra, in respect of Twitter deleting the president's comment, if my memory serves me right, former American president Donald Trump also had some of his comments deleted. They're just doing their job. No big deal. We have uh, Sandra, please let our president address some other things that matters a lot and not threatening us with ha- what happened years ago. The things that are happening in the southeast is not up to what is happening in the north part of this country and he never promised them war in the language they'll understand. Yes, but he also ordered shoot on sight for bandits. So, I mean, somebody did say that perhaps this is why the president doesn't talk all the time because when he talks, he says things like shoot on sight or do things in language you'll understand. What do you think about that? We've got more messages here on WhatsApp. Talent says, uh, that message of President Buhari is not good. As president, you are not supposed to say what you say. Someone says, I agree with uh, Governor Kerry Dolu. The National Assembly is milking the country's budget. That's a message from Tiso. Tiso is in Isolo. Sandra, Nigeria has no problems. We are the ones manufacturing our problems. Why would Mr. President be the one setting the house ablaze instead of stopping the fire? That was so insensitive, he doesn't even 
don't know how delicate the country is at the moment. Johnson says, I think the presidency needs to guard their utterances to avoid um, excesses which can unsettle and heat up the polity. They should also try to be more responsive to issues on ground. The president should address the nation anytime there are national challenges as we are having now. Back to Facebook, Godwin Musa says, what do the Igbos want the Mr. President to do for them? They're always complaining about marginalization. What is marginalization? Are they not part of Buhari's government? Did Buhari deny them federal allocation? They are part and parcel of Nigeria, but they are talking senselessly uh, that will not bring solutions to the country at the moment. Chike Stevens says, I now know why the presidency doesn't allow the president to speak his mind because he always sparks controversy. Uh, Abnicio, he said it is 95% to those who voted him and 5% to others. Let's come back to the phone lines. 99.3, hello. Hello. Hello, Thank you for calling. What's your name? Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Well, what I want to advise you is Say that again. Your line is breaking up. Your line is breaking up. Okay, I said... Mm. Can you hear me now? Yes, loud and clear. Go ahead. Yeah. The president should stop being jittery about his experience during the civil war. Okay. And it will stop this new generation because they have not seen the civil war. Even some of the army ship have not seen But I understand. Oh, sir, maybe call us back. Your line is breaking up really badly. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good confidence. Af- High confidence. Welcome. Yeah, I don't see, I don't know what we we Nigerians want. Hmm. Most I know that these governments are, are not trying in every aspect, but the killing in the Eastern part is much. They are overdoing it. Hmm. They are really overdoing it. Okay. okay. All right. Confidence. Thank you very much for calling. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. 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 All right then. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Hard Facts. What's your name? Yeah, good afternoon. Yes, what's your My name? My name is Tayo, calling from Auburn. Tayo, Tayo, we've got 30 seconds for you. Can you use it up? Okay. I, Mr. President is the one saying, I mean, being given security reports. So, Whatever is coming, most of them is based on that security report. Nobody is seeing the security, uh, the security report except him. Then on the issue of uh, Mr. Credolu, well, uh, we don't need a, a double parliament in Nigeria if we can get equal representation. Thank you for calling. We Entertainment, in partnership with Riverside Productions, bring you this comedy blockbuster. Vegas Night. The 
best of talk radio to, to start your day. The Morning Crossfire with Sheriff Cordy. It is government silence and the silence on the part of the rest of us that have fueled all of this insecurity. Even from Lagos to Ibadona, you need the blood of Jesus. This thing is a political game. You're embarrassing our daughters and the rest. The, wife, the men of the wife are widows. They have been paid 60,000, and you have not paid my children's office. Even in our court chat, if you say anything about the boss or you complain, they will block you and run from the book. You the The Morning Crossfire with Sheriff Cordy. Weekdays, 5 to 9 a.m. on 99.3 Nigeria Info. My car was parked in front of my house and was vandalized. Mm-hmm. My neighbor said he actually looked through the window and saw the people taking out stuff from my car. Mm-hmm. He said he couldn't have it and his room is opposite mine. Imagine that. Let's talk. Welcome back to your number one talk, news and sports station. Four minutes to the top of the hour. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. Don't forget, we'll conclude our conversation about parenting and gender equality or inequality on the other side of four o'clock. Don't miss that conversation. But right now, one minute, 30 seconds, that's what you get until we get to four o'clock and I hand you over to the business news team. 01465-7190-0700-993993993. Three stories. Which one do you want to talk about? We've got... Um, Chugomi on the line. Hi, thank you very much for calling us. Hello. Hello, welcome. Um, I just wanted to talk about the Governor Akiritola's statement. Yes, please. I don't think Nigeria should be having Senate, upper chamber, lower chamber. I think we should just go back to the parliamentary system of government whereby we have an MP just like the UK and that person is in charge of that particular state. It leaves um, the state with less overhead. We don't have to pay so much money out. A lot of people in Nigeria are starving. People actually need jobs, youth need jobs, and roads need to be fixed, infrastructure needs to be fixed. And yet, these people just keep taking money, getting paid. Um, you know, you can't... It's literally not... It doesn't work. We're not America. We don't. We can't be following the American system. America has money. We don't have that kind of money. We don't have that kind of um, development, and we don't have that kind of democracy yet. Right. So we need to work with something that works for us. Right. That's just what I wanted to say. And on the matter of insurgency, mm. um, that the government has to deal with that. I don't want to comment on the presidency because that's not my forte. But on the Senate, they need to be scrapped. All of them need to be scrapped. I'm sorry, that's what I feel. Thank you, me. Thank you very much for your comment. We've got uh, uh, one final minute, 30 seconds. Who's the lucky caller going to be? Hello. 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 Thank you for calling. What's your name? My name is Hadiza. Welcome, Hadiza. Like really, I do not know what some Nigerians want. Mm. Mr. President has not spoken to us. He has not addressed the nation. He has finally done that. And we are all winning. Like, it's, it's only when you're guilty. That is when you should be shouting that Mr. President has called for war against these people trying to destroy the nation. For goodness mm. sake, if you have nothing, if your hands are clean, mm. and you have nothing... To hide. Hmm. You shouldn't be worried. They will not come after innocent people. They're only coming after these people who are killing goddamn life. Kidnappers and bandits. Right. I don't know why people are waiting. He has not declared war in any part of the country. He has only declared war on the people who are committing crimes in Nigeria. 
Hadiza, thank you very much for calling. And that's all the time we have. Actually, we have time for a final que- a final comment from uh, Lem Jewel Julius, who says, It beats my imagination when people use South Sudan as an example of seceded nations that are not doing well. What are former USSR? Are they not fine countries today? Sandra, the truth remains that we are not one. And uh, that's that about that. Thank you very much. Uh, Lem Jewel Julius, Hadiza, Chugodi, I'm sorry if I uh, pronounced your name wrong, Uh, Michael, uh, Kevin, everybody who called into the show today, thank you very much. Call again because we're about to switch gears and we're about to talk about um, parenting and the role it plays uh, in increasing or reducing gender inequality. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. Don't go away.